I'm Michelle Schaefer, and you're listening to another episode of Sold Out Entrepreneur. I have a story to tell. I'm going to share how I went from a 16-year-old teen mom to millionaire, divorced with two kids, putting myself through school, and working multiple jobs just to make ends meet. The odds were certainly against me, but I never lost my hope, I never lost my faith, and I never lost my dream. I'm going to help you build your faith, have big dreams, and build big teams. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi there, welcome back. You waited a week for part two. (laughs) I kind of feel bad for you. Welcome to episode number 14. This is part two of my interview with Mr. Bobby Schaefer, my incredible business partner, husband, mentor. And hopefully you have listened to part one and that would make you even more excited about listening to part two because we're really going to get into the nitty gritty now. Really that, that whole last podcast was kind of giving a lot of background on you, Bobby, as an entrepreneur, why you, you know, basically, I think you were born an entrepreneur, but why you've chosen the entrepreneurial lifestyle. And and we ended the last podcast really talking about uh, network marketing and not only why you chose it, but why you, why you stuck with it. Um, at the end of the last podcast, we we got to the point where we talked about, you know, you going through major ups and downs in the profession. I have to be honest, some of those ups and downs, I don't, I don't know that I would have stuck with it. And, but, but you have, you continued in this profession. So if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to part one, I'm going to highly recommend that you go back to podcast episode number 13 and listen to part one of the interview with Bobby Schaefer so that you can get some background on, you know, the ups and downs of his career, some of them, it was really only some of them, the ups and downs of his career in network marketing. And um, I'm excited for him to answer the question that I posed to him at the end of of episode 13. You know, Bobby, first of all, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Here I am talking away and he's here. (laughs) He is with us. So my, my question for you at the end of the last episode, and it's really where we're going to start off here today with this podcast, is all the things that you went through in the profession up to that point, Bobby, the disappointments, the learning curve, the having to go from company to company, reaching the pinnacle, really, you know, if anybody, if, you're, if you've ever been at any point a part of a network marketing company, you hear stories about people that create these six figure a month incomes and beyond. And, you know, you, you have experienced that and you experienced it and you lost it, but you kept coming back to this profession. So I know, you know, I want to hear it and I guarantee you, everybody else wants to hear why in the heck did you keep coming back to this profession? Well, I mean, there's some major differences that make so much sense to to want to be involved in the network marketing profession. You know, differences between traditional business and network marketing business. And you know, all the every time that I started a traditional business, it took a lot of money to do it. And I mean, the type of money that you know, it the average person just can't come up with to start a business. And they certainly aren't going to take the risk. Uh, you know, by 
you know, maybe taking all the equity out of their home to get their business started, or however they get their business started, they're certainly going to take that risk, in, in, in especially when they don't really have the experience being in business. So, the, you know, the differences between traditional and network marketing are part of the reason that I enjoy it so much, the passion that I have to be able to share with anybody. It's an even playing field. You know, starting with the type of money it takes, starting with the, the time it takes in traditional business, where it's, it's 8, 10, 12 hours a day, uh, having employees, having inventory, having vehicles, all the insurances that are required, the, you know, the, the taxes that you have to pay just on your employees. There's so much involved in a traditional business that the average person, first of all, doesn't know how to do, and second, would never want to take the risk, just no because they don't know if they're going to be around six months later and they're back out on the street. And and you, as somebody who has owned, you know, basically I think we counted half a dozen traditional businesses. And, you know, your story goes, because I know his story because I'm his wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but your story goes that many times when you were the owner of a traditional business, you were involved in network marketing on the side. There was, a, there was a lot of years there, yes, where, you know, I was continuing to believe that network marketing was going to be what, what I do for the rest of my life. And, and going through those rougher years, you know, I just, knowing that it was a legitimate way to, to move products here in the United States and in many parts of the world at that time, it just, it, for me, I was willing to take the risk to continue to stick with it until it was perfected, until you could actually find a great company and stay with it, you know, for an entire career, a lifetime. And I'm so glad you did. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you did, because now I'm so in love with the profession myself, and we are so blessed uh, to enjoy such a great lifestyle because of it. So, okay, so you kept coming back. <laughs> yes. To this crazy network marketing profession. And I'm, I'm going to switch gears slightly because for the better part of 30 years, you have been involved with network marketing. Since you and I have been together, we've been together for 17 years, there was a small period of time there where you owned a mortgage company. But that was it was very, very short period of time. And really, basically the entire time you and I have been together, you have been a full-time network marketer. Yeah. So how yep. many years at this point have you been a full-time network marketer where it's been your only source of income? Um, <laughs> well, since we met, really. Uh, well, no, I guess not. Um, I think you owned the mortgage company for a year during that period of time. Yeah, so. and I was still dabbling. I was still in network marketing a little bit, you know, just, just trying to find the right company. And But yeah, for, I mean, at least 15 years. Would you say that in those 15 years you have, well, well, let's say in the 30 years you've been in network marketing, do you think you've learned something that you could pass on to other people? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you haven't. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I was paying attention for some of those years. Well, you certainly were because um, what I said in the last episode, and I'm going to reiterate it now, is that since I have been involved in network marketing, which for me has been 14 years, uh, you have been my mentor. You have taught me everything that I know about the profession. Um, you've, <laughs> you continue to teach me as much as I resist. <laughs> oh, man, I need to get a recording of this. 
I do resist. <laughs> uh, but you continue to teach me about this awesome profession. And so I, I want to I want to move into now, if you are somebody that is in network marketing, maybe you're new to it, maybe you're just curious about it. Um, let's let's talk about Bobby, what what it takes, because if you were to, as long as you listen to part one, you know some of the things that he said about his past that led to him being, I think, really why you're, you've been able to be so successful in network marketing. First of all, let's, I'm going to go back to when you were young, before you even had any jobs. You, you were willing to take risks when you had your job or you, you had your business as a young teenager going door to door and washing cars. I asked you the question, um, cause you, you had said that you would, you you know, every three or four doors, you would get a yes. And I asked you the question, were you upset when you heard a no? And you said, no, I don't think so. I was just excited about the next yes. So can we talk about just that for a second and how that applies to this profession of network marketing? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it it's exactly the same. It really just kind of moves over from traditional business to network marketing. You know, you're just looking for new people to start on your product. And, and that's what we do. And uh, I'm going to say the numbers sometimes are less than every, you know, three or four people. It, it can be 10 or 15 people before you get a yes sometimes. But, you know, that's just what we do. And, and that's, if you can't get used to that part of it, then you're going to have a hard time. Yeah, because no's are a part of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. But but what I can say that's, you know, it's not a no forever. And I, and I think a lot of times people forget to go back to those same people a month or three months or six months later when the timing could be completely different in that person's, you know, day-to-day life. It, it could be completely different. A yes could be, you know, could be a very excitable yes in six months from now because of the changes that happen in people's lives. Oh, absolutely. I think I think I just read recently that it, it, statistically every six months, people are, their lives are in a completely different mm-hmm. place in six months than they were before. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about network marketing or you're involved in network marketing, I, I want to go ahead and pose this as lesson number one from Bobby Schaefer. He was focused <laughs> on and excited about the next yes. He did not stay focused on the no. Uh, and back when he was a teenager and that has been able to to you know follow through in his network marketing career. Focused on the next yes. And this takes me back to when you were sharing how you were introduced to network marketing. You were 20 years old and somebody younger than you, less life experience than you, somebody that, you know, typically a 20-year-old like macho guy is going to look down at a 17-year-old high school kid. And but you said yes, you were open. And before I move on to this next part, I, I just want to I want to I want to pose this to you that are listening. Because Bobby shared a story, a couple of them. He shared two different specific stories with you in, in the last episode about people that were already successful being open, being friendly, being willing to share their knowledge. He talked about when he was in Laughlin and he was sitting at a bar, or no, not at a bar, he was sitting at a roulette table and watched the sky with hundreds, right, Bobby? You were telling the story and you, you just flat out asked the guy, are you a business owner? And he said, yes. He was open. He answered. Was he friendly when he said it to you? Yeah, I think so. I don't think he was <laughs> unfriendly. He answered. 
<laughs> he was this, open. This young, weird, young guy coming up asking him the question, I think he was probably proud to say, I, I am a business owner. Absolutely. The second thing that you talked about was when you started your limousine company, you called basically a competitor and said, you know, I would like to learn from you. Um, would you be willing if I took you to lunch? And the guy said yes. He was open. So one of the things that you, I hope you're seeing a common thread here. You're seeing a common thread that, first of all, the entrepreneurial mindset is automatically open. You're open. You're kind of, you have your radar out and you're kind of searching. I know that stuff, something's out there. I'm just going to need to tune into it. So that's the first part of it. But the second part of it is the people that were already successful, they were open. They were opening to, they were open to sharing with you. They were open to talking to you. I want to ask you a question, Bobby. Why do you think it is that the people that need financial uh, help, <laughs> the, the people that need business, that need uh, you know, a new strategy, a, a new way of looking at things, why is it that the people that need it the most are the most closed-minded people? The, the least open, the ones that scoff at entrepreneurs and business owners and especially people in network marketing. Why do you think the people that need this the most, the ones that are broke, living check to check, or they're not even making their checks stretch, you know, from check to check, but, but they are so unwilling to be open. Why do you think that is? I think a lot of the time they're, they're a little afraid of the unknown they are a little afraid of themselves that they won't be able to do it or think they can't. I mean, there's a variety of things. It makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. So often, you know, you're talking to somebody and they're basically crying out to you how badly they need, you know, a, a way out and you offer it to them, but they're just closed. If you're listening to this and you need a way out, be open. Just start saying yes, even if you're not sure. Even if you don't have any, you think there's no way you can do it. If somebody's offering you something that they're telling you has worked for them or that they're excited or passionate about, just say yes. Wasn't there a movie that Jim Carrey was in? Yes. One time the Yes where, Man. Where he decided that everything that people asked of him, he would say yes, regardless he, yes, of what it Yes, he went was. to that like motivational yep. seminar <laughs> and they, they had to say yes to everything. It completely changed the course of his life because of it. And, yes. and I think if people would just, just think about that for a second and, and not be so closed-minded, be willing to take a look. I mean, even if you don't say yes to everything, at least take a look. What if there was a different a better way, a different option, something that could be so much better for their life. Just take a look. Mm, it just, it makes me actually sad. I actually feel sad for people that, that need something so bad, but they're so afraid. You know, that fear is a lie. That there's nothing, there's no possibility that you're going to die by saying yes to taking a look or listening or attending a meeting or watching a video, there's no possibility of death. So what are you afraid of? Just, just say yes. Just say yes. That gives me a great idea for a challenge maybe for <laughs> my next sold out Sunday <laughs> episode. Um, okay. So I, I digress and go off on rabbit trails and squirrel and all that great stuff. So, okay. Um, I, I, I started off with your first lesson and that was, you know, really in network marketing, being able to not focus on the nose because you're going to hear them. Let me just tell you, a f let me just tell you something for sure. You're going to hear nose, right, Bobby? Um, absolutely. Every day. Every day. 
every day. And matter of fact, if you're involved in our team, <laughs> they are currently in a challenge where they have to get 10 no's every week. Their goal, they are looking, they are seeking out no's every single week right now. So trying to change the mindset on that one. So <laughs> that's, that's the first thing. Um, the second thing I want to talk about is um, taking risks. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you, you want to be an entrepreneur, maybe you're not in network marketing, but you're listening to this because you either are an entrepreneur or you really, really want to be an entrepreneur. You have it inside of you. You feel that that's the journey you're supposed to be on. Um, well, I, I want to talk to you about risk because you cannot be an entrepreneur. You cannot be somebody that is in charge of your own life without being willing, <laughs> not unwilling. You have to be willing to take a risk. You have to take a risk and, you know, half a dozen traditional businesses later, half a dozen network marketing businesses later, Bobby, you've taken risks. Sometimes they've paid off. Sometimes they haven't. But that never, or did it, did that ever um, shift your feeling about taking a risk? No, because I was willing to do it. And, and what I would say, the reason that, that I feel that, that network marketing is so much better than traditional business is because... In traditional business, when you when you take that risk, you, you risk losing it all. And you have to be willing to risk losing it all. And I mean, you could be out of your home, your cars are repossessed, I mean, you could lose it all. But in network marketing, you lose nothing. You lose nothing. And people, and to understand that completely, you know, you're, you're basically buying product, whether it be a service or whether it be a, like a health and nutrition type product that you're purchasing within your network marketing business or that's what you market to people, you're not buying tens of thousands of dollars worth of inventory and keep it in the garage. You have no employees. You have zero overhead other than events that you might go to, driving to somebody's house to show them what you've got. You really are not risking anything but a little bit of time here and there. So that's the, a, a major difference that I think is so um, valuable to know before you get started as an entrepreneur. You know, think about the network marketing profession. It's a, it's a great option. I want to just share a pet peeve with you guys. <laughs> if you listen to my podcast, you know that I like to share these little sidebar moments. And I want to share a pet peeve with you. It really, really like irks me when people say, oh, I was involved in XYZ company and I lost so much money. <laughs> how, did you, did you, how did you lose money? I mean, did you buy the products? Yeah, and I have them all sitting in my garage. Well, then you didn't listen to rule number one is being a product of your own product. So that was a choice you made. That was not something that your company or your upline taught you. And if you lost money, it was because you, and if you didn't, if you weren't using your product, it's a no wonder you weren't successful in that business. I mean, that's like step number one. Okay, sorry. I just had to share that quick little sidebar. You can't see Bobby, but he is in full agreement with me. <laughs> I am. I agree. <laughs> Okay, so risk. Back to back to risk. Uh, there is a minimal amount of risk here, you know, in starting a network marketing business. But why? But it feels big to people, right? That that maybe the financial risk is low, very low in comparison to starting a traditional business. I mean, your your mortgage company is like a quarter of a million dollars, right? It took a lot. Yep. You even have a, you don't even want to say it. It's, well, it's just yeah, it's, I'm, I'm still in counseling over the loss. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, so the financial risk 
is obviously much, much lower. And but but here's I think where people they feel the risk is in a network marketing business. The risk is is in the way they feel. The feeling of being uncomfortable because it's unknown. They're now they're worried about what people think. I mean, there's a different kind of risk, I think, in network marketing because it's not financial, but people act like it. it. You know what's interesting to me? Somebody would be more willing to sit through, you know, a couple thousand dollar seminar to understand how to, you know, do well in real estate or how to start a franchise before they'd sit through a free 30 to 60 minute, you know, seminar about network marketing. Isn't it interesting? It, it absolutely. And, and, being in the profession for as long as I have, I just don't get that one. And I, I do get that people are, again, afraid of the unknown. They're, they're just, you know, it isn't taught in college, and they do, it's not something that you hear every single day. Well, you know, it's not a fireman. It's not a policeman. It's not a teacher. It's not, you know, the norm that you hear about. So I get that they're unsure of what we still today of what we do. Um, but, yeah, there's just... There is just zero risk. So let's let's talk about lesson number two. You here's lesson number one was you know talking about the nose, and lesson number two is you you have to be willing to accept and be comfortable being uncomfortable. You have to be willing to accept and and put yourself at a certain amount of risk. Now, really, the risk here is just in hearing nose. There's no there's no physical danger. No, you're not. There's no chance of risking your life here Um, there, you know, but you could risk your ego. And, you know, but if you're listening to lesson number one, then you're going to feel more comfortable in lesson number two. Really, you really going to do that. So um, you've got two two nuggets here. Um, I want to spend probably the, the rest of the podcast talking about this next part of it, which gosh, we could do, we could talk about so many different ones. I mean, there's so much to this profession, but I specifically want to talk about, um, leadership because it's one of the things I think Bobby that attracted me to you the most when I met you is you definitely commanded yourself like, like somebody who was, uh, you know, a man of integrity, a leader. And I've watched that play out for the last 17 years, watching you in business here in our home, you know, with our children, just an incredible, man of of leadership up just outstanding and even if you weren't my husband i would i would say those things to you just as a as a human being on the planet (laughs) well thank you i appreciate it very much and i i want to talk about leadership because leadership and network marketing is a completely different thing than leadership in any other type of business leadership in the workplace people people talk about leadership but really it's management is really what it is it's not necessarily leadership now not to say that there aren't some tremendous leaders out there in various types of businesses but in network marketing you're talking about, you know, people that are part of your company, part of your business, and it's a volunteer army. I mean, we're nobody's boss, and really, you excel in this area incredibly, and I've been able to watch firsthand. So um, one of the things that Bobby has always said, I've heard him say this as long as I've been around him, is build leaders and teams will come. So could you just share some of your thoughts on why leadership uh you know, is important in this profession of network marketing? Well, just going to that statement that that you made of, you know, build leaders and teams will come. You know, you can't, you can't be the only one building and doing and showing up. 
um, on a daily basis. You have to teach others that concept. And <clears throat> you know, the best one of the things I could say about leading a team like this is is that they are going to do what, everything that you do. They're going to follow your example. They're going to follow your lead. And and I don't want to say oddly, but kind of oddly. Um, if, if you're at home watching TV every day or at night or whatever, your entire team is going to be doing that because they know you're not out doing anything and you're still making a lot of money, let's say. So they think that they can do what you do. So I, I would say that, you know, in this profession, a leader is one that, that just goes out and does. And Leading by example. Right, exactly. And, and you, can't, you can't be telling people, you know, to go get 10 no's if you're not. You can't tell people to go to all the events if you're not going. You can't be, you can't tell people to get on all the team calls or, or be involved in the, the, the social media pages or whatever it is that you do as a team. You can't be telling people to do it and not be doing it yourself. So I think that's one of the things that's, that's I've been able to be very successful is because the team knows that I'm out there doing the things that I Walking teach. the talk. Yeah. Walking the talk for sure, leading by example. And, you know, really, it's, I always say that in network marketing, you're simultaneously leaning from the front and leading from the back. And, you know, you hear different styles of leadership. Oh, well, I lead from the front, you know, leading by example, or, you know, I lead from the back. I'm, you know, I'm helping to develop people. But, but really, I believe the truly successful, the most successful leaders are doing both. And I've watched you do both. You lead by example, number one, but then you also lock arms and meet people where they're at and you help to develop and, and train them. And that's so important um within the topic of leadership can we talk about personal development because really it's such a big part of a leadership and b network marketing i mean when i first started you know hanging around you and dating you and you would read these books and i would hear you talk about these different people i didn't even know who jim Rohn was at the time personal development was not something that was a part of you know the the beauty business it probably is more now but or maybe I just wasn't aware of it and so personal development you know we talk about it constantly can you shed some light on why is that an important part of being a leader yeah for sure and and I when we talk about personal growth a lot of people may not be in a world where they hear that very often about hey become a better person be better you know read more learn more uh and you know, when you're trying to, to build a business, when you're trying to use your influence to get somebody to purchase something that they need that could be good for them, people are going to look at the person, mostly from the outside in, of course, because their perception is, is reality, and they're going to see who that person is, and or they're going to know who that person is because they maybe they work with them, they go to, the kids go to the same school, they see each other at, at sporting events, they go to the same church, whatever. But they all perceive something about you. And if you've got the wrong, if you just have a perception about you or an influence level about you that is just not quite there, they see it. They'll, they'll sniff it right out. And so when we talk about personal growth, we just talk about uh, improving and get, becoming better, becoming more. And people you know, react differently when problems come about. And there's, there's certain ways and certain things you can do as a person to, to better yourself. And, you know, when, when we talk about wanting to lead a team, when we talk about getting involved, obviously, in network marketing that we're talking about and, and wanting to have a lot of people follow us, 
they are not going to follow somebody that, that has zero integrity. They are not going to follow somebody that is not consistent. They're not going to follow somebody that, that doesn't have something that they might want or need in their life. And so people see that. They read that. And, and that's, that's kind of what, what I'm thinking for personal growth is how people can get better. I mean, even if it's just starting small and, and saying nicer things to people, mm. reacting differently when problems arise, um, not gossiping um, Ooh, at, you know, behind people's backs or in front of people. Not, there's so many things that you can do to change the person that you are where other people notice and they, and they would be like, hey, wh- whatever's going on with you, I'm seeing something different. What, what's going on with you? I, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah, it, it's, you know, adding value to people, becoming the best version of yourself. I, it's, oh, there's so exactly. many things I love about this profession, but I think that one is like a really hot button for me. If you allow it to, if, you, if you're willing to be coached, if you're willing to look into a mirror, if you're willing to do the work, this profession, when done right, <laughs> when you have the right mentors, when you have the right people around you, coaching you and guiding you, it will, it will, not can, it will help you to become the best version of yourself that you've ever become. You'll become a better friend, a better worker at your job. You'll become a better spouse. You'll become better at everything. You will be better. (laughs) You'll be a better human being when, when you allow personal development to come into your life and when you surround yourself with other people, which leads me to the next kind of, I have two more things I want to, I want to bring up with you, but, but this is the next one. Um, you know, who, who you're around um, and hanging out with certain types of people, because um, I think it's interesting that when you're, uh, whoever it is that you are around more often than not, whether it's your coworkers, your family, you're just your friends outside of work, you end up kind of becoming like them. And this is a hard thing for people in, in any profession, in any part of life, but, but especially in network marketing, because if you're hanging out with people who have already given up, if you're hanging out with people that have just basically, you know, settled into the complacency that this is it, you're going to have a real hard time changing your life. So can you just shed a little bit of light, Bobby, on, um, you know, choosing or who you should be hanging out with or who you should be looking to for mentorship or advice or because you've done it. You, you looked to people who were where you wanted to be and you asked them. You, you were never afraid to ask them how they got there, what they did. And I think it's been a major part of your success. Uh, yeah, and I've always believed that you're going to turn out like the people that you hang out with. Um, and, and you get you get to choose that. And I don't... I don't I, it's almost like I don't need to tell people this because they know, they know, you know, they, they know that maybe the circle of people around them are very negative, uh, but, but they feel bad to separate themselves from that or whatever. But being, you know, hanging around super negative people is, is, is only going to drag you down. It, they're not, those people are not going to allow you to do something outside of the circle. You're going to start this new venture and, and start this network marketing business from home, and every single one of them are going to bash you for it because they're not going to do it. They're just going to be negative about it. And so, you know, if you're if you're hanging around those types of people, I mean, obvious the obvious suggestion is to not. But yeah, I I mean, I don't remember what you asked about this, but <laughs> it's okay. It's good. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, I, I just you know hanging around 
a different group of people sometimes can make all the difference in your in your future with your for your family. Well, it even it even says it in the Bible: bad company corrupts. Right. It's it's totally true. As parents, you we're we're hyper aware of who our children associate with. Why? Because we know if they get involved with the wrong crowd of people, that they are way more likely to have something negative happen to right. them or do something naughty or bad or get hurt. And the same, you know, holds true for you as adults. And so I just want to, I just want to really, really plant this deep, deep into your heart and soul. If you happen to be around a a crowd of people that you know are not going to help you grow, never, ever be ashamed of wanting to grow. Never be ashamed or feel guilty about wanting to make your situation better. Even if the people around you make you feel bad about it. I wish we had time, Bobby, for you to tell the story of the of the eagle and the duck. Oh, that's one of my favorite. Well, we can always do an episode three later. <laughs> uh, we'll <laughs> or have to do four. one. You know, maybe just you just talk about that that little parable. It it sure. made me cry the first time I heard you do it. It's it's so true and so sad. So I won't talk about that. But bad company corrupts. The you know, are we on the number three thing lesson for Bobby? I forget. I've been keeping track. I think that track. was three. The number three is you know. Make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people that are going to challenge you, help to change you, help to make you better, add value to your life, and help you to get where you're going. And so the last thing that I want to, I want to talk about on this podcast, which clearly we could go on for hours. <laughs> yes. Maybe you should just do every episode with me, Bobby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you heard it here. It's, now it's official. I will not be editing that out. I'm so excited. No, we can't miss out on your amazingness. You you got to do these. <laughs> well, I don't think I'm less amazing because you're with me. I'm probably better. <laughs> okay. The last thing here is, um, and I know this because I've watched you, but maybe the people that are listening, thinking about network marketing or, or you're just starting your traditional business, I want to talk a little bit, bit about the hustle. And in network marketing, we call it massive action. Um, you know, it, it's it's the biggest plus that there's, such a small financial risk, but it's also the biggest downfall <laughs> that there's such a small financial risk. Because when you spent, you know, a quarter million dollars starting your mortgage company, yeah, you, you certainly got up every morning and you hustled every day to make sure that that business was functioning and thriving and that the bills were getting paid, right? Yeah, for sure. You didn't take days off. You didn't come in late. You didn't come home early. You were living, breathing that yep. business. And, you know, in network marketing, you know, and the reason was because you you had put so much skin in the game. There was a lot to lose. Network marketing, they don't have that much to lose, right? They spent $1,000 or less. Right. So I want you to maybe just shed light on what's it going to take? What does it take for somebody that, let's just say you're talking to somebody that they've been in their network marketing company or maybe they've done network marketing for a couple of years. They've never really been able to get it up off of the ground. Tell, give, give them a snapshot of the type of action they need to take. In most cases that I've seen over all the years, you know, the reason that they were never able to get it up off the ground is because they were never consistent and in doing, you know, the daily action steps. And I said daily there, not weekly, once a week, once every couple, you know, weeks or whatever. It's daily. And I was just, when I was driving the other day, I, for some reason, my, my conscience went to my, the pedal, the, the gas pedal on, on, under my foot. Were you in the motorhome? No, oh. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just thinking to myself, you know, the gas pedal, it's a big deal in a car, right? Um, you can't go anywhere without pushing it. 
um, pushing on it. And in, in, in this profession of network marketing, at the beginning, it's as if you're going uphill in a, in a heavy car. So if you take your foot off the gas going uphill in your very first year of network marketing, the car is going to come to a stop very quickly and then it's going to roll backwards. And that's exactly what happens. You can't just start talking, trying to find some new people to get them on your product uh, in the first couple of weeks and then take the foot off the gas because it's going to stop very quickly and it's going to go backwards. It's going to start all over again. Uh, And first of all, you know, if you keep your foot off and don't push the brake, you're going to crash and burn. And now your business is over because you just were not paying attention at all. And so I thought, you know, if to give somebody the, the perfect example of what to do in their first year. And, and I say year, you guys, because this isn't something that you try for a few months and, oh, it didn't work out. Oh, I wasn't consistent, though. I didn't do everything every single day for my business. I didn't get on team calls. I didn't go to the big event, oh, because this or that. Any excuse will do, right? But, you know, for that first whole year, you got to do something for your business every single day. And hopefully at the end of that year, you get to the kind of the peak of that hill. And that second year, you, you might be able to take your foot off the gas from time to time and your car will still roll. Now, I'm not saying that it's just going to be downhill from there because it's not. You're going to have peaks and valleys. But you do have to be able to keep the foot on the gas doing stuff every single day for your business, the business building activity that you're learning every single day, at least for the first solid year before you quit, before you say it doesn't work for me. Um, And so that's, you know, like you were giving people the example of me spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, in a a business. Yeah, you're darn right. I'm going to be up early and I'm going to be there because I don't want to lose that money. And I'm going to do everything I can to, to earn it back and then some. In network marketing, this profession, you spend a couple hundred bucks or 500 or a thousand or whatever. Um, it's it's almost like people in their minds, they think, eh, oh, well, not that much of a loss. Yep. Now, it's not what they tell other people. Oh, I lost all kinds of money. Right. Well, but, you know, they just, they weren't willing to do the daily action steps that it takes to get it done. And they're going to go away telling everybody their excuse. Well, this or that. And, I mean, there's so many. Michelle, I've heard so many excuses and every single one of them is an excuse because network marketing really isn't that hard if you just pay attention and go out and do what you're learning and then go teach what you know by the master himself (laughs) we literally could go into so many different subjects (laughs) it's kind of hard for me to end this but i'm going to um i i've been waiting since I started doing podcasts to have Bobby on one of these and we've had discussions like, okay, so let's do a podcast together. It never, it's just never worked out. Um, one of the greatest joys for me of, of being involved in network marketing is the fact that I get to work every single day with him and you've gotten a, a small glimpse, two short podcasts worth of his nuggets. I get to hear him every single day and be around him every single day. Remember it's who you hang out with, right? <laughs> Lucky me. 17 years of being around this guy. I appreciate what you've shared. I know you're going to be on future podcasts. I want to do a podcast, Bobby, with you about being um, a husband and wife working together in business. It's it's an interesting thing that I don't think everybody can do. Well, actually, I do think everybody can do it, but they have to kind of learn their uh, the their kind of fingerprint as a couple. So one learn of these, what they're good at. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of these days, you're, you're, I'm going to actually talk you into doing the couples 
the couple, how to work together as a couples podcast. I want to say thank you to you guys for sticking with us through part one and now completing part two. I want to say thank you to you, Bobby, for sitting here with me and sharing some of your awesome tips with everybody. You know, we love to hear your feedback. So you can share the feedback with us a couple of different ways. You can go to Sold Out Entrepreneur the, on, the, on Facebook and you can comment on a post or send us a message. You can go to Sold Out Entrepreneur on Instagram and do the same thing, direct message or commenting on a post. And you can also connect with us directly through our website, our website <laughs> soldoutentrepreneur.com. And we have something really special that we've worked on that's um, by the time this podcast is released, I believe it'll be available. And it's something that me and Bobby did together. It's a three-part masterclass, and it's called Big Time Networker. And if you liked these two podcasts, part one and part two, you're going to love this content that we've put together for you. We really go into the nitty gritty on this and talk about how anyone, anywhere can, can become radically successful. And this is free content for you. All you have to do is sign up for our emails on our soldoutentrepreneur.com website. And just in case you weren't sure, it's S-O-U-L-E-D, sold out. <laughs> Big time networker. I can't wait for you guys to check that out. It's the first of many different things that we're going to offer to you for free. We're just trying to add value to you and share with you what we know, what we've learned in this amazing profession. So thank you again, Bobby. Thanks for having me. <laughs> and thank you for sticking with us. Until next time. Until next time.